This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking, because boring is steady, pragmatic, responsible. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for red carpets, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money, so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly boring since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Inc. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Brew with the Bennets, which is now available on Patreon. Would you like an extra episode every week available to you on a Tuesday and also early access to the normal episode? (laughs) Keep going! The normal episode, which comes out on a Sunday, you can access that on a Friday. This is all for the bargain price of £2 per month. If you would like to do this, then sign up now! Yes, sign up now! Sign up today! Welcome to the Brew Crew. My coffee looks weird. Well, it's, there's not much milk, is there? Mm. Not very nice. It's fine. Yeah. It's definitely decaf. Definitely decaf. Okay. I mean, you don't need full... It's not full bar. Yeah. Mine's full bar. Okay. We've started, by the way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all you're getting. Why? Because I've done this intro. I'm not doing it again. Right, you do it then. What do you mean? I'm not doing all that babble again. I can't recreate it. Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. How are you today? No, just do another intro. No, I'm not doing another intro. Right, well, how are we going to start then? Because I'm not using that, so just do it again. Why won't you use that? Just, just do the intro again. Good God. Okay, welcome to Brew with the Bennets. Hello, everybody. How are you? Are you good? No, just... I'm not doing the same one. I can't do it again. Just say hello. Right, I'll do an intro. Then right, thank you. Difficult. No, just say no, hello. Don't no. just leave me hanging. Right, I'll do the intro then. Okay. <sighs> what? Welcome to Brew with the Bennets. Wherever you are, I hope you're well. Uh, thank you for joining us uh, this morning or afternoon or whenever you listen to it, because it's on demand. Right. It's me, it's Scott Bennett, and I'm here. I am looking at a cooker. That is generally my view during this podcast, looking straight at a hob, a five-burner hob, uh, and then looking at my own reflection in the cooker. And to the left of me, my wingman, my iceman to my maverick, it is Gemma Joe 
Bennett. Hello, good morning. How are you today? How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Not very well. I've still got my prickly throat. Why? I don't know. What, you've been eating? Thistles? No, you said it might be hay fever, but I don't think it is. I don't know what it is. Because Liz has had it as well. This prickly throat, Mm. the mysterious prickly throat. And it never really comes to anything, but it's there. It never comes to anything. Just a prickly throat. It's really annoying. I think it is generally related to pollen. I think everything can be put down to pollen. I don't think it is, Scott. No? There's something. Something not right. Are you worried about it? No. Well, no. You're just not carrying about on. It. You're just cracking not on. not worried it. about it. I'm just annoyed by it. <laughs> I'm just annoyed. Do you feel like you have to keep going... <laughs> it's just quite painful when I wake up and just like a bit annoying. Just a bit annoying. What an awful... Well, I hope no one else has got the prickly throat. <sighs> Can we get past this? For the yeah, of course, of course we can. Come on, let's do a not. Are you all all right? They never answer that. They do. We are all right. I know they are all right. They're fine. How are you? Um. So, yeah, how are you? What have you been doing? No, how are you? Answer that first. I, I will answer that. I'm all right. I've d- dealt with my skanky trainers this morning. Oh, for fuck's they, sake. Right, let's start with that. Right, if we if you go in there, <laughs> bloody hell. Gemma's annoyed. I think this is why I'm a bit annoyed and on edge. Why? So basically, Scott, when we went to Splendour Festival at the weekend, on Sunday, we had sunshine till 5.30 in the afternoon, but I'd packed the wellies, okay? Because we knew Sassy had been a washout. Oh, yeah. So we knew the rain was possibly coming, so it did, and it came in style. And I said... It came in style? Yeah, and I how said to it, him... How does rain come in style? I said to hey, him... Hey, baby, we're going to rain. I said to him, get your wellies on, they're in your boot of your car. And he didn't. He stood in his night trainers. And have we heard the end of it? And this is what I object to you. It's like, yesterday you said to me, my trainers stink. The stink. And what am I going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't care. You sort it. They're your trainers. And then five minutes later, my trainers stink. What am I going to do? I said, I don't know. And I don't care. They're your trainers. You sort it. My trainers sting. I never said all anything. night text messages. Trainers sting. I never sent text messages. Well, you would have done though, wouldn't you? <laughs> you can't get- and then you said to me, "Can you sort them out?" And I'm like, "What do you want me to do? You know, what do you want me to do?" I want you to. And then this morning he was like, "I'm going to put lavender." He's been putting baking soda in them with orange peel and fucking wizardry. I don't know what's going on. And then, but we don't hear the end. of of it in my trainers now is some right concoctions it's like do you know what it's like you fucked him is what you've done no, you might as well just go and buy a knee pair it's like victorian medicine going on in my trainers there's leeches and then he's like what can i do can i put them outside but it might rain i was like well why don't you put them outside till it rains there's an idea <laughs> so that's what he's done i've never seen anyone get so angry about no trainers. it's, is it's not about the trainers it's not about the trainers mate <laughs> it's not about the trainers it's not about the trainers it's not about the biscuits it's a bigger picture than the trainers. and then yesterday i took sophia swimming and i text scott and i said have you seen my purse because i knew i brought it into the house but i couldn't locate it and i just wanted to know where it was and i just needed a quick answer yes or no and he's then i got the barrage somebody's been in Somebody's been in. That's what he says. Somebody's been in, taken it. I was like, you're saying this like you you know somebody's done that. Cancel all your cards. Radi, radi, ra. I was like, no, I know it's in the house. I just don't. Then I just cut him off. I was just like, I'm getting nowhere with this. <laughs> Text Liv and I said, Liv, can you just check the pile of washing on the stairs? Because I think my purse may be under it. She texts back, yes, it is. I was like, thank you. I just needed to know where it was. I knew it was in the house. Oh, cancel the cards. Yeah. 
Reverse the emergency. Don't call the police. There Don't is hasn't been an intruder. Tell the police to back down. Um, Scott. It was it was splendor, and it was an absolute washout. It was no, bloody hammering. We have to say though, we had the best day. It was such a good day. The kids just were on form. They loved it. Even through the rain, they didn't win. But we were really, really lucky because uh, it was. One, we got yeah. there at midday, and it was dry until about half past five. So we, there was sunshine. We had, um, you know, the beer was on tap. Even the non-alcoholic beer. It was on tap. <laughs> yeah. You've never said that in your life. Haven't I? The beer was on tap. Well, it was flowing. It the was nice. The beer was flowing. No, I mean, I didn't drink a lot. Zero but I'm just percent being, Yeah, zero percent high. No, it was, that, it was that fancy one, wasn't it? What? There was like a tent with like really fancy non-alcoholic um, beers. Six quid a pint, whatever so, yeah. the fuck it was. And then um, we had henna tattoos that I smudged in. And I looks like... A, my dad yeah. said to me yesterday, have you burned your hand? Yeah, Gemma... It just looks like I've got so, an oven burn. So basically, Gemma ploughed through money at a staggering rate with those with the henna tattoo. And she got the henna tattoo... And in, instead of letting it dry, she sleeved a... My sleeve smudged it, so now it just looks like I've got a bird poo on my hand. <laughs> so it looks like, yeah, she's been shat on by an eagle. Um, and we were tenor. having a great time. And then the rain did come at about half five and it proper slashed it down, didn't it? it was so a- we're all hibernating under brollies and stuff. Oh. Then it cleared again and the sky was blue. Sun came out till quarter past eight when Sam Ryder came on. And, and it- the heavens... Opened. At one point he says, don't look behind you. Yeah. Don't look at the sky. Yeah. Look my way. Yeah. Which is kind of an apocalyptic. Yeah. It felt like some sort of action film yeah. where they were like, you know that bit in Jaws when he's like, trust me, David, don't look back. Just keep swimming. Don't look back. Yeah, it was, it was that. a bit like, yeah. don't look at the sky. Look towards me yeah. because the sky is evil. Yeah. And it opened up. There was a point actually just before he came on mm. where it was raining so hard that I, I, I was under a brolly, but yeah. it was running down my back. Yeah. And I think everyone just embraced the sun. You hit a point where you just went, I am wetter than I can ever be Than now. a fish is wet bit. I am so wet. There's actually no point. I am basically aquatic now. This is, I've got Yeah, pills. I just embraced it in the end. The hood cake, because if I put my hood up, it affected the sound quality. Yeah, so you just... So I just took my hood down. We just got wet, but it's I when have you to taste, say, Scott, when you taste your guess, own, guess you know how what? my feet were. Can I just say, you taste your own hair wax, because it came... I didn't have hair wax in. Can I just tell you about my feet? Tell me about your feet. Bone dry, mate. How? Because I had wellies on. Hmm. Bone dry. And the mad thing was, I knew, I knew that I should have got my wellies. I knew I should have got my wellies. Best move I ever made. I should have got my wellies, but I was at the point where I was like, "Oh, these are wet now." Yeah. So I just thought, you thought, what I'd rather do is put baking soda (laughs) and orange peel in my in my sneakers. I would rather have sneakers that make me gag, mate. Uh, mm. That smell like a corpse in the back of a van in the summer's day. Uh, How are you going to get rid of the baking soda? Uh, hoover it. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so basically, what happened was um, I was stood there. You went home. I went to see Noel Gallagher, uh, but it was thinning out, mate. Even Noel Gallagher. Oh, it didn't look like it. No, was. down the front it was really busy, yeah. but up on the hill mm. at the back, it was a bit. Of, even Noel Gallagher couldn't keep people. Yeah. Because there were certain points where people stood there like mm. that and they were going like, because he said, oh, what a magical evening, mm. which was really sarcastic. Mm. There was points where people were like, yeah. When he was trying to do don't look back in anger, and there's yeah. people just absolutely drenched to yeah. the bone. Uh, but it was good. Did Sam Ryder do well? 
Yeah, he did very well. It. He put a smashed lot of energy it, into. It. Did, oh, he's so he's good. Running about, he's brilliant. I, I think that him. was the right performance in that in weather. In the rain, yeah. He, he needed was so good. that. If he'd have come on and been quite morose mm. and quite down, mm. we'd have been like Sam. We need up. We need lifting he up. He did it. Mate. He lifted us. That's why. Do you know what? I think that's why, as a weatherman, you should be, or a weather reporter. Especially you in this be, country. You should, be, you should be a bit like, mm. hey, like that Des. Do you yeah, remember that Des yeah. guy? He's still on. East, East Midlands. He's still on. If, you don't, if you're not in the East Midlands, you I think he's in West guy. Midlands now. Is he West mm. Midlands now? And he used to come or on Yorkshire. and he used to go, hey, it's Des here. Just want to say, uh, there's a storm on the way. It's going to be horrendous. Mm. Woo! And he'd yeah. be a little bit more upbeat, mm. wouldn't he? Yeah. We're all going to lose our homes. See you Tuesday. <laughs> Never said that. Yeah. Can I just say, I have memories of my mate Phil having bad feet, mm. smelling trainers. Mm. So much so that my mum used to, when he'd come round sometimes and they were in the kitchen and we were upstairs. Put them outside. My mum could smell them upstairs. He used to have them on his roof, didn't he? used he? to have them all Put them on the little, uh, on, yeah. what would you call it? The sort of porch roof, roof outside of his so uh, bedroom was, window. Yeah, he was on like a low level porch and basically it looked like a an... Al fresco footlocker. Oh. It was that outdoor footlocker because he used to leave them all to air on the roof tiles. Horrible. But I remember my mum having to spray Glade around yeah. the house because she Awful. was like, "What is that smell?" And it's an un it's a cultivated mm. smelly mm. ad going on. Oh, bad. He had to go to the doctors. Touch wood. I've never had smelly feet per se. Per se. And you're not. I don't think your feet are bad. I've never had bad feet. That's good, smelly isn't it? Feet. I've got good, uh, generally good foot good hygiene. Foot but I've got a feeling now that this could be a, a battle between me and these never like, mind. Air Force One because they stink. They stink. It's um, bad. So festival, tick, brilliant. Yeah. Really good. Can I just say another thing that you got annoyed with me about? This is just aside from the festival. This was uh, on the way. We were walking somewhere. You say I'm an arrogant walker. Oh, you are an arrogant walker. <laughs> Explain. Yeah, we were off to Lizzie's house, weren't we? Oh, yeah, we did. We can yeah. come on to that in a yeah. minute. Yeah. And... Um, what, you don't like it? Go on, explain what I do. There's a car approaching the... Um, the junction and you're one of these knobheads who just walks out and makes the car stop and I hate that don't do that pedestrians priority yeah but don't be a knob in a court in a court of law you would always come out favourably you would but you're still a knob that driver will still think what a knob I say to you though can't you see can't you see they're letting us go I always say that to you they're no but they weren't us. they had no choice because you walked in front of them it's just arrogant and then you saunter what do you mean? You saunter. Rather than do a little jog. I hurry up, I jog. And I, I, I apologise and I thank them. Thank you. Thanks for stopping. I saunter. Saunter, like, yeah, you will stop. Like Richard Att You will do wait I and you will stop. Do you know in my head, mm. as I start to walk across the road, do you yeah. know what I hear? Do, 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 bittersweet. Symphony. You know when he was doing that, yeah, you know that yeah, video where he just yeah, keeps walking, yeah, smashing into yeah, people. That's yeah, what I see. I yeah. put a leather jacket on. You'd be a good lollipop man. You'd love to stop traffic, wouldn't you? I'd stop just it all stop the time. It. I'd be stopping it all You'd the time. Like, they'd be like, there's nobody crossing. There's don't care. Read the lollipop, my friend. At, at two o'clock, I'd go out and stop yeah, traffic. Yeah. Like, they don't kick out till three. I'm just getting you ready, people. Just yeah. getting you ready. There's a couple of dental appointments coming across. Anyway. I love the power to stop okay, traffic. Okay, if we're bashing you today, do you know another one that's annoyed me? Come on. You leave marginal bits of produce in the fridge to go off. Marginal bits yeah, of so produce. Yeah, so right now you, so you've bought you've bought a brand new fresh juice 
pop bottle yeah but you've not used up the old one and there were, there's about a centimeter and a half left and you will leave that until I, I throw it out i'll drink it no you won't i will drink it you won't i know you won't um another example <laughs> oh we're really coating me off um, today empty. assassination not, not just empty because some people put empties Scars back don't they but you put like a little, little tiny bit little tiny bit there and i'm not gonna use it <laughs> It's I almost like, to like remind you, you of it. Yeah, just what like we lost. and like um, and you buy stuff as well. Like you'll buy I buy stuff. fresh lettuce and things like mm. that, and then not use it. Mm. It's funny, isn't it? I do do that. Yeah, you do do that. <laughs> do you know what I remember? Do you know once? what you do? You do do that. I do do that. Do you know what I remember <laughs> once? Go on. We had one falafel rolling around in a pot. For I about remember six it. Months. I remember that falafel. Just that. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. But do you know? Do you know? It just used to. I used to every time I used to go just and get the it. cheese. Just it move used it. to be. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I, used to, I used to think someone needs to eat that. But nobody's eating. That someone needs to eat that for that. And then that I was like, I don't know how long it's been in there. Do you know what? And then some, at some point, you just got. Mm. What are we doing with this falafel? How here? do you feel about this? And it's then? in a massive pot. How do you feel about this then? How do I feel? How do you feel about this then? I can say it because I know my brother don't listen to our podcast. Oh, good support from the family then. <laughs> I said I sent a text this morning because I've invited my mum and dad for dinner tonight. Okay. I texted my brother and I said, "Do you want comfort dinner?" And he says, "What? What are you having? What's on the menu? Yeah, can he do?" And that? I said, "Chicken casserole." And he went, "I'm all right, thanks, but I'll pop by." <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> I'm all right, thanks. I'm all right, thanks, but I will drop by. Imagine refusing a meal. I know. No, it's all right. How good is your life going that you refuse a meal? Give me a shout when you do lasagna. <laughs> Give me a shout. Give me a shout when he do lasagna. Now, it'd be understandable if he was vegetarian. But he ain't. What are you having? <laughs> so funny. So do you know what now I'm thinking? I'm going to make this the best fucking meal he's ever seen. Do you know what I would do? I'd switch to steak. Switch to steak no, last minute. No, I'm going to do casserole with the roastiest potatoes you've ever seen. Yeah. you going to take pictures? Oh, it's going to be like buttered Broccoli What's his favourite pudding? Um, What's his favourite pudding? Oh, I'm going to get such a good pudding. What's his favourite pudding? I don't know what his favourite pudding Find is. Find out. Get it. Such a good pudding. Do you know what? I, that, that is equivalent. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. But all right, I'll, I'll pop by. I'll pop by. <laughs> oh, you will pop by. What do you mean you'll pop by? By the way, my bro- I know my brother won't listen to this, but I do love my brother, by the way. It's just funny. It's that is just funny. funny. It's like that is funny. going up to a homeless mm. person, mm. buying them a sandwich, mm. and then they go, I like mayo. Nah. Can you, I'm not a fan of that. Can you get a chicken? <laughs> is there a chicken wrap in there? Okay, here's another one. What do you think to this? What, is this another I, moment? There's yeah, a lot of moments. There's a lot of moments. I need to confess something. Oh. I don't like being sent videos. <laughs> <laughs> do I send you these? No, I I've got I've links. got a lot of friends who send me videos, right? And I do I do watch them and I laugh. I do laugh. And I will respond. I will respond. But the, I'm all the, right, the overriding feeling I get when they pop in, mm. the video pops into your feed or whatever it is, is I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> Too much effort. I'm like, oh. Oh, this is a to-do. This is a to-do, isn't it? Oh, oh here's another one. Here we go. It's probably going to change my life. And it's really yet, important. And but- yet I can waste tens of minutes of my own time watching inane bullshit videos mm. but that's like it's your own choice but then someone's selected but it's like homework this. it's yeah. like you i've sent you this 
If you don't watch this, our conversation cannot we carry on. We have nothing on. to talk about. Have you ever done the lie? Re- have you ever done the lie reply? The lie reply. The lie reply. I've done it. Have you done it? I've done have it. you done it? You know what I've done that's worse? Go on. I've been talking to someone. Yeah. And I've been, uh, and I've gone, loving the podcast, mate. Yeah. It's brilliant. I really love it. What's your favourite episode? Oh, for fuck not. The uh, oh, the one that's um, the one that's after that one, one that was the, that went viral. What's the one you've put out as a clip? Yeah. Yes. Oh. When's the clip gone out? About three minutes ago. That one. That one. That episode's yeah. banging. Brilliant. <sighs> it's awful, isn't it? It's terrible. When you get rumbled, don't do it. And then you just feel like going. I'm saying it to make you feel better. Yeah. And make me feel. Like I'm yeah. a good person, yeah. and I will never listen to it. No, I have no interest. The thing and is, basically, I'm a liar. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. the lie reply. It's the lie reply. Have you done it a lot? I've done a laugh face before. I've done a laugh emoji. I've not. But then it. you've got to be I'm careful because you don't know what or they've what sent you. What if it's you. sincere? What if it's sincere exactly. and I've sent a laugh face? Imagine if it's like it starts off as a comedy video, mm. and at the end, mm. someone gets mm. wiped out, mm. and you go, "Ha ha, lol, yeah, yeah. Gemma's." Yeah, you've got to watch. I know. I love, so, do you know that's the other thing though? Mm. I'm not a fan of voice notes. Oh, I do. I do big. I am big into these now. I hate them. I am big. In, look, you can double time them if you get fed up. I don't up. want to double time. Double I don't time want to hear them. someone speaking like Road Double runner. time it. Meep, meep. Yeah, double time it. You're still listening. It's just a bit faster. That's all. I don't want to double time. Double time me. Double time. Do you time. know what? I sent my cousin a 10 minute voice note. That's the other too day. long. 10 minutes. That's a monologue. Motherfucker. That's like Shakespeare. Well, she can stop and come back to it if she wants to. I don't to. like it. I don't like the implication. I had a lot to say. Can I tell you what? I, I had a lot to say. Can I tell you? I yeah. don't like the implication that you mm. have to then sit. They don't know where you are. Do you the lie reply. You have to sit down. You have to sit Do the lie reply. Do the lie reply. Yeah, but you can't lie reply on an on, on a 10 minute voice. 10 note. minute voice. <laughs> no, that could be anything from well, tragedy to. Okay, here's another one. Celebration. I very rarely listen to voicemail. Oh, I never listen to voicemail. I delete, delete, delete. And then your mum will say to me, did you get my voicemail? I went, no. Yeah. I, 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 I always wrong. admit I've not listened to it because it's much quicker for me to just ring her back. Mm. And I know that's annoying for the person who's left the voice note because they're like, the voicemail, because they're like, because voice note is obviously different to voicemail. So they want you to have heard the voicemail so they don't have to repeat themselves. But I never listen to the voicemail. Can I say, there's a flip side to that though. Go on, hit me. I love it when I ring someone Mm. and I don't want to speak to them. And it it goes goes to to voicemail. voicemail. Then I love it. Oh, come on, let's do this. And do you know what I love about those ones? is when they haven't got room on the voicemail system for you to even say anything. So it's like a double... So it's registered the call. Yeah. They can see you've tried. But you've d- I've tried. <laughs> I've tried, people. But I didn't even have room to send to, to leave a voicemail. Did you not get my wedding? I, I tried, mate. I tried. I tried. I rang. Did you not get my lie reply? I attempted, <laughs> yeah. I attempted the reply. And I love that because yeah. it's like a moment where you go, yeah. I hope they don't pick up. I can I just say up. they right now? And then they don't pick up and you go, oh, God, can I, just, I am going to leave you the best voicemail. Oh, I'm so sorry can I, I missed just, you. Can I just but say now? now I feel like I've done my job. Can I just say now, though, there are two people who I always do watch the videos of and they are always funny. Who? Debs. She ha- she makes me howl with some of them because a lot of them are teacher related and they are absolutely on the okay. money. And Claire Morrell, Claire, Claire Ellis. Yeah. Always funny. Not husband. Not husband, no. 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 You barely even reply to <laughs> phone calls. That's uh Oh I've just banged my tooth on the microphone. You stupid idiot. Right.
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss. The lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision. Every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Monday, we've got to say it. Where did we go? Alton Towers. It was a good day. OMG. What a fabulous day. I always get a little... 21 of us. Oh, yeah. 21 of us. A lot of people. Bit of anxiety pre-visit because I was thinking, how are we going to coordinate this? How's this going to work? Do you know what? Like bloody clockwork, mate. Did you get the vibe that I was a bit on it? I think everybody got the vibe you were on it, love. Did I annoy anyone? Um, I don't think you annoyed anyone, but everybody knows what you're like anyway. So Liz was like, wow, Scott's on it today, isn't he? Yep. You, but Liz was... Wasn't uh, I right said, to be on it? But I think Deb said, oh, his little face when he got on Rita. <laughs> he was so happy he got on Rita at the end. <laughs> but um, yeah, so like, everybody knew no. you were buzzing. You were buzzing, but, no, you, but you were right to have a plan. Thank you, were, you. You were right to have a plan. I split um, with the two older kids. Yeah, with so Liv and her basically mate. the daredevils went off and did the biggies. Because I know what it's like if yeah, you wait. Yeah, there was a lot of school parties in. It was busy, but not overly busy. It was just nice. Mm. It was just nice. Mm. Um, and we somehow managed to just split nicely. And then we rejoined for a bit of lunch and then what happened was the Littleys, so we're talking seven-year-olds, eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds they're, they're here. on the cusp of... They are... Oh, pa- well, don't do CBeebies. I was mate. just going to say, we went in CBeebies land and they were like, oh, CBeebies land is so boring, so rubbish. And I'm like, I like it actually. But um, So yeah, so they were like, but our, our youngest, Sophia, she'd only ever done CBeebies land a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So she was about four, five. Yeah. And even... Because I re- even remember then, we had to do a lot of coaxing to get her on the Octonauts She was coaster, shitting herself. And she managed to do it and then she wouldn't get off Yeah. It. But it was a moment where she was like, am I going to be okay? And there was a moment... So mm. this is where we were, what, a year ago? No, that was two, two years over ago. Over two years ago. It was October 20... I want to say... I think it was the pandemic year. It was the pandemic year. Um, <clears throat> and anyway, so... It was the kids who were seven years old, eight years old, and nine years old. They'd outgrown um, CBeebies land. And Sophia, I mean, I'm so in admiration of her. I do not know how she did this, but you were determined to support her through it. Yeah. Because you're very good at that, actually. 
Um, Crisis management. Fear management. Well, the thing is, apparently, when you're born, you're only born with two fears. Mm. One is loud noises. Mm -hmm. And one is... And I can't remember the other one. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Loud noises and something else. Oh, falling. Right. Falling. And um, I think it's that. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) So um, everything else is basically learned behaviour to a point, I think, to a point. Um, Now, I'm an absolute wimp, as we know. Now, in the past, I have been on the Nemesis. I did go on the corkscrew, the old... The old style. It took a lot of cokes in, though. It was. A I can't full... say I particularly enjoyed it, but I have, I've obviously proved to myself I can do it in the past. But <clears throat> I was quite happy to be the coat holder. But what I didn't want to do was pass on my fear of roller coasters onto Sophia because Liv is an absolute daredevil, mm. and that goes to show that's evidence that Liv wasn't put off by me not going on roller coasters. She's she loves them, doesn't she? She she's followed your pattern. Um, but Sophia's still only seven. So I was like, oh, I'm not sure if she's going to do it. And anyway, she went on. The first thing she went on was the runaway train. Then you wanted to, uh, to go on Wicker Man. So she built up to Wicker Man. I mean, the Wicker Man is a weird ride anyway. The more I thought about this, it was like a 70s film. Yeah. It's a weird thing to base a ride around. Well, the thing is know. as well that we discussed at length, didn't we, on the day, is that the, the drama around the ride. So... Obviously, they make it a bit theatrical. Mm. It's They can't just whack a roller coaster in and just say, get on the roller coaster. It needs to be the build-up. There's the music. Yeah, there's an experience. The, yeah, the styling of the ride, the backdrops. Mm. You know, there's the fire, flames coming out of the eyes. And and even the sound of the roller coaster is like it's roaring because it's like wood and it's just so... Well, it's rattly and, yeah. and moves a lot. But then the thing is, that bit at the start when they take you into this room mm. and then they close the doors and mm. they play a video mm. and it's loud and it's pitch black. Yeah. And Sophia just freaked out. We, we skipped that bit mm. and she mm. wasn't liking it at all. No. So we skipped that bit and went and went straight on the roller coaster. Yeah. And sort of, I just said to her, look, you do not want to be the only one out of your group of mates yeah. who doesn't do this. Yeah. This is one of those things where I don't want you walking around the park all day. Yeah. There's no, there's nothing worse, I think, than having yeah. to walk back down the line. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But then I was like, what am I doing? Because I've got a crying child. <laughs> what am I doing this yeah, for? Yeah. And I was like, no, you'll be fine. Then I was saying things like, just put your faith in engineering. Yeah. <laughs> but daddy, I'm scared. Yes, but these things have been tested. I mean, there's a there's the British standard, which applies to every uh, fixed roller coaster. They're trying to come up with statistics and stuff. Anyway, I got her on there, but she was trembling, bless her. Oh. So I was like, is this right? I yeah. don't know. This is equivalent of me being taken on a bungee jump yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. But when we set off, she was fine. Yeah, she was fine. I mean, yeah. she was holding on. Yeah. And, and, but she's so tiny. Yeah. She was basically spent the whole ride in my armpit. <laughs> she saw nothing. She was buzzing Because at that though, age, so little. Then they finished it. She was buzzing when and I was got like, off though, not oh, Do you want to do that again? She went, no, absolutely not. <laughs> Thank you. But she was really happy. She was buzzing. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's like an, uh, I remember, but I mean, seven's little. Mm, to do is. a ride oh, well, that Well, she's big. got more balls than I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then you were like, I want to take her on 13. Now, 13 is positioned near Rita, which Rita. in itself is a massive, fast roller coaster. Mm. 
and uh, just the sound of people screaming as soon as that thing sets off because it's so fast isn't it yeah and it's got all the track above 13 so even when you're queuing up for 13 you kind of see all that going on but she approached it in a different way did she she was like a different child coming off the back of the wicker man mm. it was like taking like some a seasoned yeah, hardcore yeah. she sort of got in the queue and i went do you want to go on 13 she went yeah, I'll have a look at it, yeah. yeah. Like, it's yeah, a different yeah, attitude yeah, this time. Yeah. And I went, right, there's a bit where you have to queue through. Yeah. It's a staircase. Yeah. It's in the dark. There's weird laughter. Yeah. And they flash light bulbs on and off. Yeah. And I said, but it's a bit, it's like a couple of stairs yeah. before you get to the ride. And she yeah. went, okay. Yeah. Okay, well, let's have a look at it. Yeah, yeah. She approached it like she yeah. was like a... Yeah. Uh, surveying it this time and I went uh, we're coming up to the staircase I just kept talking to her all the way around I was like uh, we're coming up to the staircase now okay daddy yeah, let me have a look at this staircase oh I can see there's daylight uh, peeping through the bottom there is that where you get on the ride I said it is he went so we can see daylight as we all walk around this staircase she went I went yeah she went and it's just stairs isn't it I went yeah and I went she went okay let's, uh, all the way through then she was like what's the ride like then explain the ride to me and I said you go there and she went okay 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 and then we got on it and there was two little kids in front who were the same age. Mm. And she went, have you been on this before? And she went, no. She went, oh, it's great. You won't be scared. It's great. And there's obviously that bit where it stops yeah. and drops down and yeah. reverses. And yeah. she loved that bit. But then those two in front went, have you been on the Wicker Man yet? Because we don't go on that. And Sophie went, yeah, I've been on it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. You know, it's just, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine, you know, if yeah. you like that sort of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? It's no smiler, is it? Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so she nailed it. Yeah, so and, good. And I was dead proud of her. And she sort really of... Really proud of her. I feel like it was one of those moments where you sort of after, if you don't... And then she wants to do air next yeah, on Galactica. Yeah. But it's like that. I remember that as a kid. I remember that I went to American Adventure mm. and I was about the same age. Mm. And my Auntie Sue, who's no longer with us, she said, do you want to come on this roller coaster? Mm. You're tall enough. And I was mm. like, and I let fear get the better of me. Yeah. And I remember getting back in the car thinking, I should have done that. Yeah. Yeah. What could have happened? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And I, I was trying to explain to Sophia, you're sitting down for a, a yeah. minute and a half. Yeah. Nothing's going to happen. No. And then I sort of said to her, there's more risk in the car journey to Alton Towers. Mm. And then she was like, there's more risk walking to school. Yeah. There's more risk getting on a bus yeah. than getting on the Wicker yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. And she sort of you explained it like that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a good day, but it just felt, yeah, it was, we got away with the weather and it was nice and lives just... Hardcore now. She just loves it, doesn't she? Yeah, but you didn't go anything, did you, Gemma? I went on the rapids. You went on the rapids yeah. with the family. And I also went on um, the Go Jetters ride in CBB's <laughs> land, which was a bit roundy, roundy for me. But I was all right. Roundy. I was okay. I was okay. You walk a long way in Alton Towers. Oh, my God. That's what you forget. I think Liz said she did 17,000 steps that day. Yeah, it's a, long, a lot of steps. A long walk around. But, but we had such a good day. Wasn't it great? Mm. Oh, the kids had such a good there time. And the grown-ups. It was great. Lots of school trips there, though. Yeah, it was brilliant, though. I really enjoyed that day. I'm trying to get rid of some guilt because what did you catch me having the other day? <gasps> oh, this is funny. This is funny. <laughs> Can I explain? Oh, this is funny. So, mm. I kept, where was I? I was at work. You were about I on to Thursday. Go to work and you were in no, I'd popped kitchen. home to get my mobile phone. Unexpectedly. Because um, I'd left it at home and. Scotty was sat on the driveway in his car, <laughs> not having an affair, everybody. Worse. 
eating a McDonald's breakfast, oh. snaffling a McMuffin, and then look in, on your face. I, I still had my seatbelt on, and as you walked up the side yeah. of the car, I was like mid bite, yeah, oh, and I couldn't even hide it. You couldn't stop. And then you did that thing, which really makes me laugh. Yeah. You know when you can't run for laughing, you're yeah. going. <laughs> yeah and you were like this is the funniest thing yeah. i've ever seen yeah and i was like i wasn't gonna eat it because the I... thing is i i couldn't give a shit if you're eating a mcdonald's or not because i love mcdonald's but you're you fight it and that's what's funny <laughs> it's the fact that you were like you obviously do give into it and you are fallible just like the rest of us but then oh. the fact i ate it in, in my car, in your car it's a bit sad it's a bit seedy it's a bit it? seedy it's just, dirty just, you really can't it's like me can't be knocking one out oh it was, my god just got me just embrace plowing into just, a eat, double. just enjoy it like the rest of us i know but it's, sometimes i'll be on that spin bike mm. at that gym and that's all and, you can think like about five minutes before the end i'll yeah. think I'm going to have a McDonald's breakfast. And I get I've a bit, earned it. I get a bit faster. Yeah, I bet. And then like, Scott's going for it. Yep, I am. Because I know I'm where I'm going to be in five yeah. minutes, baby. Double leg McMuffin. I'm not Here even going to get a shower. I'm going to go through with a sweaty forehead. Yeah. Double Brilliant. double sausage and egg. Yeah. Straight Let's through. Let's do it. It's going to be in my mouth in eight minutes. Oh. Now, sometimes that's what I think. Mm. I sometimes, you know, as I'm stretching the glute yeah. at the end, yeah. I think, Oof. a minute away from a sausage oh. and egg. So sad, isn't it? Well, you did your spin. I did hot pod yoga on Friday. Yeah. I've got a lot to report on. I've got also got a Barbie review to do as well. Oh, come on. What, have we not spoke since your hot pod no, yoga? No, that was Friday. Fucking hell. What have we been doing? We haven't recorded since then, have we? No, I don't think we have. No, this of course we haven't. So weeks and weeks of sleep. Yeah, by. so hot pod yoga. Never done yoga before in my life. And this is all part of my Zen thing, you know, like trying to be a bit more Zen. But well, I mean, you can be Zen, but I think you are clearing out your system. Hell, I've was got hard. a toilet to unblock. Oh after my this. god, it was hard. It was really hard. Yoga isn't easy, is it? What yoga? No, so hard. Looks easy. So she was like downward dog. In a hot I'd never pod. even done a downward dog. Hot pot. My legs were shaking like a shitting dog. I don't know about downward dog. <laughs> Gemma's doing the shitting dog. Yeah, there. I was like, oh. so I was like, I had to go on my knees. I was like, I can't hold it. I can't even hold that. And how hot was it? Oh, it was hot. I was sweating, sweating. It was pouring out of me. And at the beginning, she came round. You think it's going to be gentle? She came round and she put some like oils on your skin and gives you a bit of a massage. That was lush. What did you have? Crisp and dry? No, she was lush. It was lush. Hot and olive. she did a bit of a massage. And at the end, she came up to me and she went, you're really stiff, aren't you? <laughs> and I was like, I am, aren't I? You're like a breadboard. And mate. she's like, you really are stiff. Tense. And I was like, I know. We've talked about your posture before. Well, don't go on about my posture. She wasn't on about that. She was just oh. on about being stiff. No, but stiffness relates to your posture. Because you're, you're a bit ironing board oh, no. down your back, aren't you? No. My posture's because I'm bent. <laughs> right. I'm bent and stiff. What a combination. I know. So anyway... Um, so she says you're stiff. She said you you're need... rigid. She says you need massages. And Regular. I, I said, can you write this down so I can show it to my husband? <laughs> You've been prescribed yeah, massages. I've been, I have literally been prescribed by a Zen yoga master... That I need lots of massages. Where are you? I am stiff? so stiff. Everywhere. Just everywhere. Just like <laughs> I had to do. She got us to try and do. Is it called the flamingo pose? So where you put your one leg on your leg, other leg. So you like got one cross leg, but you stood up balancing on one leg. That's impossible, isn't it? No, it wasn't impossible, but I could actually manage that one. But because my leg was so sweaty, my other foot kept just slipping, slipping off. Um. 
I had to try and do the crow. What's the crow? It's where you put your hands between your legs. Oh. You wedge um, your elbows into your knee crevices and you're meant to balance on just your hands. Mm. I was like... The crow... It's not happening. Then you put your face on the mat and the crow becomes a crab. You could become a face plant on the floor. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I, I mean... You can't run before you can walk, can you? I've only ever done yoga once. And I think I told you it's when I was trying to try a few things. Mm. I did the yoga class. I did a yoga class and I did a relaxation class. I think I need relaxation. That's what I The I'd problem like. is I fell asleep in both. Yeah. I it's too early in the morning. There was, there was a nice bit in yoga where obviously you do do a bit of relaxation and it's mm. called the corpse. Literally lying on your back with your palms I could do up. that one. Well, she said, actually, that's one that people really struggle with, Why? to just be still. And I know what she meant, because my anxiety was a bit there in the background, rumbling. I kept sort of like moving myself. Like I couldn't just switch off. Well, I remember when I went to that <clears> yoga <throat> one, and it was like six in the morning, and it was like a Russian yoga instructor and they were all professionals who'd gone like you know when you're out your depth and i walked in i didn't have a mat they all had their own mats yeah and they were straight into these positions and she was like and the first position i couldn't even do that and it wasn't even a position it was just kneeling down <laughs> and i said i'm struggling with this just no flexibility terrible zero, zero. and they and i sort of and, and i just was knackered mm. i just knackered tired and then i did that relaxation class and she gave everyone a little raspberry tea lit some incense put on a soft meditation and i woke up 20 minutes later Unbelievable. imagine being shaken awake on a school Unbelievable. hall you've slept through this I just couldn't keep my eyes open. I was fighting. You know when you're fighting mm. it? And I was like, mm. I can't sleep in the middle no, of a class. No. There's nothing worse. It used to happen to me at uni being in a lecture yeah. and going. Yeah. And there's nothing. No. Nothing you can do. No. It, I think that's the, one of the worst experiences. When you're on that cusp of falling asleep, mm. it's the worst. Because yeah. there's nothing you can do. I used to get it at two o'clock in the afternoon at work. I'd slap myself, stand up. So I'd go around, you'd go mm. to the kitchen, put water on your face, mm. you'd come back five minutes later, you're going again. Yeah. And it's just literally impossible. Yeah. And you're fighting your own body. What you yeah. actually want to do is say, can I go for a nap in my car? Yeah. And just have a yeah. sleep. Yeah. Go yeah. and have a sleep for half an hour. Yeah. Just 2.15 used to be a critical point for me. It's like I'd be like, 2.15, oh God, I'm going. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I you do. enjoyed it then, your hot yoga? I really did enjoy it. I really did enjoy it. I'm just shit at it. Mm. But I suppose it just takes practice. It was all new to me. And Are you going to go again? I would like to do it again, yeah. You can't like do, it do it just again. once, mate. No, I understand that. I do understand that. But Were they all professionals, though? Were they all really good? There was good? a couple of really good people in there. Of like it was just like hot pod oh pros. Oh my god, so good! And the and the the yoga instructor, she was brilliant. Mm. She was obviously very speaking very very flexible. Speaking of physical Go fitness, on. Arnold documentary. Yes, yes. That was interesting, it wasn't was, it? It was, wasn't it? The Schwarzenegger documentary. Yeah, really interesting. I was telling my dad about it. Bloody hell. If you've not watched it, it's on Netflix. And it's just to give you a quick life. synopsis, so he, his, like growing up, his parents weren't incredibly loving. His mum sounds like she had massive OCD. Everything had its place. Everything was immaculate. Mm. The dad used to beat them. Mm. with a belt at times and made them incredibly competitive, him and his brother. Mm. 
And it was an environment that he said would either make or break you. And his brother, bless him, became a drinker and sadly was killed in a car crash, wasn't he? Yeah. But Arnold, obviously, whether it's just his makeup or, you know, how he how he's made. He said, I used it as fuel. Yeah. And he just became really driven, really focused, wanted to get away from home, basically, yeah. from what we can tell. And it's interesting how that makes someone so determined mm. because this is the argument then with parenting do damaged kids achieve more <laughs> because there's something in it's almost like if he hadn't have had that yeah. would he have had that drive well he said that's him, the question mm, he said himself that he he feels he wasn't he isn't incredibly emotional no. Didn't he? Well, because also he said, and, and it's, this is the thing, when you were watching documentary, tiny little town in Austria, and he say, he looked and he watched a, a film with a strong man, Hercules at the time, and he says, I want to be a strong man. And then he became, like, I want to move to America. And he just moved from Austria to America, yeah. became a millionaire at yeah. what, 18? No, property. not 18. It was about that. 20. 20 yeah. Through investing in property and winning these competitions. And then he said, I'm going to be a movie star and just decided to be a movie star. Then I'm going to be a politician. Then yeah. I'm going to marry a Kennedy. It's insane. I don't think he said... From no, a young but, age, I want to marry a Kennedy. But if he'd have seen, he'd lived in a little Austria thing, running through forests in lederhosen with a mad, you know, a, a, a dad who used to smack him about and a mum who used to clean and, and then, uh, you know, obsessively. And then, you know, 40 years later, he marries a relative of John F. John F. Kennedy. It it's makes weird. no sense. No. It's also, he, he said how his mum used to say, I don't know what we've done wrong. They were obviously quite homophobic, but he had like pictures of all the bodybuilders on his wall. And he was like, he should have girls on his wall. What have we done wrong? That's a really good Austrian accent. Thank you. I like it. Girls. Girl. <laughs> should have girls on his wall. But he, I mean, he ended up just... Mm. The, the competition thing was amazing, wasn't it? Because mm. I never really got what bodybuilding was about. I don't like it. Why? don't like it. They think they're too big. They're going to burst. It's fucking horrible. It is weird. It's horrible. I think I hate the way he holds his breath to make all the veins pop out. They dehydrate themselves, you know. It's grim. So the veins pop. Uh, And then they do certain poses. Yeah. It's all about symmetry, isn't it? Yeah. Symmetry of pectoral And also to make sure your legs balance out the top half, isn't it, as well? You don't Mm. want, like, some blokes have got massive top but then smaller legs so you've got to make sure both are built up and but all his day was just eating and training he did look like an adonis though didn't he and steroiding yeah oh not good i don't think you can do it without steroids who who else did we watch about somebody taking steroids I don't know. oh it was on first dates that lad wasn't it he said he'd taken steroids which dates oh the first other night. dates yeah and he was... said it had uh, made him infertile oh yeah mm. well i've heard lots of things about steroids though isn't it mm. it takes all your testosterone away yeah so i think he had the testosterone of a mm. seven-year-old girl <laughs> i don't know it makes your balls shrink good, as well doesn't it yeah i don't oh. know but then you, it's sort of like a weird thing as how it, it it makes you have the it's body good, of a, a god, but then it goes, well, we, you can't have both, mate, so we're taking those. It's a yeah, weird thing, it isn't is it? A weird but thing. it makes total sense. If your muscles have been inflated, it's got to take it from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Hasn't it? Yeah. But then I always think, 
Because it was like it showed him, didn't it, retiring, and he's in like his big estate, and he's got like a tank driving around in a tank and all that sort of stuff. Sort of, it's how you would imagine a retired retired Schwarzenegger to be. Oh, absolutely! He was the epitome of what I thought he would be. What in a cigar animals? He had a very dark brown house. <laughs> Is that what you think's on brand? I thought he'd a have everything leather, a lot of wood, a lot of leather, leather. brown. Like a cigar. He lived in a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and he is... was smoking a cigar, wasn't he? Just like Arnie Wood. Um, yeah, always smoking a cigar. A bit like Hannibal. Like, and I then love it when a plant Went into the together. kitchen to feed his... He said, I wasn't born in America, but I was made in America. That's nice. Yeah. This is the new Donelm range called Arnold. Yeah. It's wood paneling. leather. Everything brown. is leather, brown, brown and, and smells of cigars. And veiny. And veiny. <laughs> this new lamp. Imagine that. Mm. This new lamp. Is a bicep. Is a bicep called the veiny look at bicep. This, look at this bed. The yeah. legs are triceps the and biceps. <laughs> the tricep and bicep yeah. cushion range yeah, yeah. by Arnold, Arnold for Dunhelm. <laughs> they're, not, they're not made in Austria. They're made in America. We don't have curtains. We have we biceps. Two <laughs> big fucking legs. Bring them together at night. Open oh, them God. for the morning sun. Do you know what these cushions are? The glutes. The glutes. <laughs> the glutes. Glutes. Uh, that is that is IKEA yeah. furniture. What? Glute. Glute. About, what's your yeah. bookshelf, mate? Glute by Arnold. Tricep by Arnold. Tricep by Arnold. That is a really good idea for a range. No, it's Tricep, not, Scott. It's bicep, awful. glute and calf. You get them in the, um, you know, the Ikea cafe. Mm. The new steroid range by Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Austrian meatballs. They're tiny. Tiny. <laughs> tiny meatballs. <laughs> Tiny. You used to get 12. There's uh, just one because they can't breed. Yeah. Because they've been juicing all yeah, day and all night. Up to their um, it was very on brand. I, I mm. could have, if someone had said to me, mm. who lives in this house? Yeah. Who'd live in a house like this? I would be. It's got a tank. Mm. It's got a Humvee. Yeah. It's got animals. It's got snow on the he roof. He had a donkey in he the kitchen. He had a donkey in the kitchen. <laughs> used to feed it, come here, Pebbles, yeah. whatever his oh name was. God, what was his name? That's very good. It's not Pebbles. Come here, Pebbles. Let me stroke you. Would you like a treat? He like a treat. <laughs> I loved it. I wanted to, I think. And he, that's so, that's so him as well. Yeah. He's kind to animals. They're probably horrible to people. Yeah. I no, actually, everybody them. said how amazing he was to work with. I think what. Total professional. But that's, that's that whole, he's so driven and focused, isn't he? Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though. Here's a thing. We've said this, and the one thing you do get from it is... Go on. ...the compartmentalisation of emotion. Yes. Because he is... That's what I'm... I'm trying to be more Arnold. Yeah, because but, but we've said this. Mm. Is it a, in, in a weird way... Arnold won't worry about the shit I've got in my head. He did he'd lack, Arnold it. But he said this, does he lack empathy? Probably. Does he lack emotional yes, yes, empathy? Yes, yes. Which is quite hard if you're married to someone. Yeah. But on the, I bet he's quite high on the psychopathy scale. Possibly. Well, he's the Terminator. He's, Terminator. he's probably top of I'll it. I'll be back. But, Stick around. But the thing is, yeah. it makes 
it, mm. it makes sense if you've got a life like that yeah. and you've gone and achieved something yeah. you don't he didn't want anything to do with his past no. because it, it was painful yeah. so you sort of compartmentalize and you sort of you don't you don't basically you don't want to uh open yourself up yeah. to that because yeah. that's actually more so yeah. you, this drive mm. does make you yeah as success i do envy but it. single-minded i do envy it like i said to you when i spoke to my therapist but then does that mean that's why he had the affair with the the um the maid and his marriage went down the pan because he's sort of single-minded selfish do you understand there's a fine well, I don't line know. I mean, between how, Would you say that about anybody who has an affair? Mm. I don't know if that's indicative of Arnold Schwarzenegger. But the, the posit- But what we're trying to say is mm. that house mm. was Arnold it was, in a brick He lives form. in a cigar. He lives in a giant cigar. cigar. Watched University Challenge last night. I got a question right. That's all I want to say. Oh, you know, I was so get, proud. If you get one right, you're absolutely. Can I just say? Sometimes I watch that program, yeah. and I don't even know what the question is. I know. I don't even know. It, the questions go on for ages, yeah. and I think, where is he doing well, this? I, that's the thing. And then I have an answer. I'll go something like, I'll say bananas, and he'll say the cap, and then he'll say something. The chemical compound of sodium chloride. And I think I don't even know why I said banana. No. That's how far off yeah. I am. Yeah. It's it's a chemistry question and I answered a I just drift off immediately. It's what, when like, they start? Well, I, I was with him at what? And then... The the, the questions are like a, a massive... Yeah. They're like an expedition, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, originating in 1936 in the west part of Germany. Bloody, 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 was actually invented by a man with a, a shovel for a head. In what... A chemical what chemical compound of the shovel was made using uh, wicker this wicker was then conceived by who yeah the questions are mad yeah. I don't know where I'm going but I quite like some of the the, the students on there do look like students last night's was they are the epitome maximum student one of them had like a hat on with badges on it it was great I love that I love put it. your bat I back. could make him a badge Oh, with my badge machine. Everyone's been commenting on your yeah. badge machine. I love it. We've had so many comments on your bloody badge machine. Do you know this? Yeah. We have you. Have you made anything, Gemma? Yeah, badges. Let me exp- Let me have a look here. I've what made people loads have of badges? Who have you made badges for? Coffee club. Really? Yeah. Someone has said, "Think of all the homemade badges. It's going to pay for itself." I know. It is a fad. Look, I'll give you that, but it's so fun. Have you made one before? No. Do you want to make one live no, on No, because I'm not 12. Oh. I remember at Holiday Club, I made a candle once. Yeah. No? No, it was awful. It's not the same as making a badge. It's really boring. It's cool making a badge. It's cool. You, you've got, you love your little crafty projects. It's really annoying. I know. This week's mundane task is cleaning the mirror above your sink. I'm talking specifically about, <clears throat> right, because cleaning windows generally does my nut in. Like I'm sat here now, I can see fingerprints all over that door again, even though I've cleaned it very, very recently. Can I just say, I love watching you <clears throat> off those windows. Yeah, because you get, you're There's really nothing got, like. It's almost quite erotic. There's, 
how do you make everything erotic? You're buffing. No, there's, 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 there's nothing like a clean window. I have to say nothing, but the bathroom mirror above the sink is a constant battleground. Mm. I, if I was living on my own, I guarantee that mirror would be clean at all times. What's happening with it? So I'm I'm going to blame you and Liv. It's always me. Me and you her, and the Liv. toxic twins. You two are bloody awful. In what, what do you think we're <clears> doing? Sometimes there's finger marks all at the top. I don't do that. So what she I do? think she's been leaning in, squeezing a couple of spots and then put her hand on the mirror for, for balance or something. I don't know. <laughs> How aggressive is she um, squeezing? You ruffle your hair shh, and it splats against the, the mirror. Droplets. Droplets everywhere. Um, <clears throat> sometimes there's spray from the toothbrush. Um, what's the other one? Just gem. I mean, literally, there is water catapulted up all down it. I'm like, what are you doing to I'm not cause doing that. that? That is ridiculous. I followed Liv into the bathroom and it's always the same concoction. So what I end up having to do is... It looks like there's been someone <clears throat> whacking up heroin yeah. in there. Well, because I don't have my duster and that to hand and I can't bear to walk away from it because I always say to her, if we had a guest round and they come and find this, they'll think we're absolute scutters. Mm. So I have to get a bit of toilet tissue, a tiny bit of water on it. But if anybody's done this before, you start wiping the window, then it leaves a load of tissue residue oh so then you have to go over it again with a bit of dry tissue to buff it but if you're not and then if they're really stubborn then you just end up making a schmear mm. oh What's your it does my head in don't you just use polish and a microfiber no what i use is um and i've been doing this for a long time there's probably a lot of people out there with the same you get a microfiber cloth and then you've got the buffer cloth so you just have to put water on the microfiber, go over it, clean it, and then you buff off with the buffer. I don't like this cleaning with water. It's great. It can't work. It doesn't leave any residue. It feels like dry cleaning. It no, feels like wizardry. It works. It works. Is it? Yeah. Just water? Yeah, just water. So you you would you do that on glass? I or? do it on all the windows. You just do windows with water? Water. No yeah. chemicals? No. No windowing? No. Letting it Windeline go. days are gone, my friend. I used to love that, though. I know. Do you know what I used, I used to, love? to love? it. When my mum would so smear it all up. Do you know why I liked it? Why? Because it was like living in a shop that had it gone was. bust. Yeah, it was for a little minute. Do you know, like yeah. for a little minute? You know when you do yeah. when they do that and on shops? And it is really satisfying when you buff it off. And you buff it off. I remember uh, my mum brasso in the handles. What? Like, like, like that. She's you milking know, like, a cow. Like, yeah, like uh, when somebody has their shoes done in a city centre oh. on a, one of them shoes. What a shoe shancer? Yeah, shoe shancer. Maybe a shoe shancer. Yeah. On so, a Friday night, do you know what my mum used to do? Every Friday. Go on. We had brasses. It was a very it was 80s yeah, thing, yeah. wasn't it? She would have brasses pinned up on the... I remember them. My dad put fake beams up in yeah, their kitchen. Yeah, I remember them. I don't know why he did that. That I was think the thing. Thought it was a li- fashion. Thought they were living in a cottage. And my mum would put these brasses up. And on a Friday night, every Friday, mm. without fail, mm. she'd get every brasser thing down. Yeah. And she'd use some silver... So, so brasso uh-huh. and she would buff all the brasses yeah. she'd do them on a towel in the front room yeah. watching telly yeah. and I always remember coming back and the smell was brasso central yeah. and I loved it yeah. and she'd say to me do you want to buff the brasso yeah. and I'd buff a brasso Brilliant. but yeah it's, it's um, that sort of then she'd line her drawers mm. with wallpaper yeah. reline yeah. get everything out yeah that feels like such an unnecessary amount of work in your life. Well, I think it's just a bit of pride, a bit of home pride. It's like people who used to scrub the steps. That generation's gone. No, 
it hasn't. No one's People scrubbing still... steps. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. But yeah, so you're. A, I just don't. I'm just <clears> not sure about these microfibers and water, mate. It feels it's like so a... good. I can't recommend it enough. It's called an eco cloth. It sounds like bullshit. It's, it is good. It is really good, and it really works. How often? No do you joke. Do... No How... joke. Really? Yeah. How often do you do the mirror? I have to do it <sighs> all the time. It does my head in. Absolutely, does my head in. Mm. Well, it's it's a good technique. I think people. I think you might be on your own with the old microfiber and water. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people go no, polish. No, I think I put my faith in chemicals. I think loads chemicals. of people are on eco class now. It's nice to know that you're choking a dolphin somewhere when you're cleaning your mirror. <laughs> oh. you, do, do you do it on the shower? Do you still spray that spray on your way out of the shower? I sometimes use it. What's it called? Viacal. Yeah, cause sounds like some, a Polish. For some of the stubborn. Do you know what bits? that sounds like? Polish TV station. This yeah. week on Viacal. Yeah. Terminator Two. Yeah. I don't know why that. But I also no, use a bit of bicarb- bicarbonate soda spray. I've been in that shower yeah. when you've done Viacal. Stinks. It's like being choked. I know. It's really it strong to the stuff. Back of you your have throat. to be careful with that. I shit. don't know if it's working. It does work, but it's really strong. I only save that for really stubborn bits. Do you not think they do that just to make you think it's working? No, it does work. Does it? Yeah. Well done, Gemma. Thank you. I think you, you know, this is just part of life, isn't it? But I don't, Mm. I'm not sure. You've got a big big love for microfibers. Love a microfiber. Did you see there's been a big furore Mm. about this... um, Fake documentary that Greg Wallace did the other night. Yeah, what the shit in hell is this? <laughs> this is I annoying me. It's it. not even April Fools. What is it? Well, it's basically a Black Mirror with Greg Wallace. Yeah. So what they did is and the is point is, they can did... you just I, cut the so, shit? Cut the shit. I just want to know what the point is. The point is, we're in a cost of living crisis. People are questioning food production and where food production is coming from, the ethics of it, the cost of it. Right. So they did a documentary which was done real, where he yeah. visited a factory in Lincolnshire that makes meat from human cells. But that's fake. It's fake, of of course. <laughs> Like it's going to be real. But like why? Live but why? Cannibalism. Because it's starting the argument that will we start having to eat human meat to survive? Will no. we start having to use human meat no. as a food source? It's a weird point to make. No, of course we won't. Why not? Because I don't get that. There's no clever point here. For but me. there was a bit in the documentary where um, he was he was a woman was. Uh, being offered £200 for a bit of a calf muscle right. to pay off her electricity bill and stuff like that. So humans harvesting themselves right. to, to, for money. I think it's an interesting argument. I think it's weak. This Why is, weak is it argument. weak? Would you eat anyone? No. <laughs> Would you eat my arm? No. No. It's, it's, but the interesting thing is we are going to have to... This is like spaghetti on trees, isn't it? Well, you don't think it's a, an interesting document? You don't no. think it's clever? No. You don't think it's sparking an interesting... Uh, you've, not, you've not really explained to me the point of it. The point of it was to start the debate about where food comes from and whether we have got enough food to survive and whether that question, right. whether we'll have to start eating each other as a species, okay. whether cannibalism will be seen as the stigma around cannibalism will be less when we have to survive right. as a species. Because the interesting thing is... Right, so instead of going to the crematorium, we drop off Auntie Kathy and put her in the freezer. Stick Auntie Kathy in the <laughs> slow cooker. That's what we do. Where's Auntie Kathy? Ooh. 
She's in the freezer, mate. Oh, dear. Exactly. It's not going to happen, Scott. I don't this know. This isn't the Sopranos. I don't love. know. If someone this isn't said the Sopranos. to you, Arnold Schwarzenegger's genuine leg, mm. get that on the barbecue, mate. Mind you, he'd last you a while, wouldn't he? What part of a human. If you put Arnie in the freezer, it would be. We'd be big old meat till, chest freezer. Till 2029. What part of a human would you eat? If none. You none of it. One? But cheek, but cheek. If but you're going to force me on this, if you're going to push me, but, but cheek. But cheek. Did you ever watch a live? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They were in on the glutes, weren't they? Meaty bit. Shave it, though, first. Oh. You'd shave it. I'm not imagining a hairy ass to start with. I it was a smooth one. Even, I can't even eat crackling, so I'd be struggling. Can't you? I love crackling. Well, when there's a bit of air on it. No, I don't like hairy crackling. <laughs> I always have hairless. Hairless crackling. Yeah. Can I have vajazzled crackling? No. My mum did the best crackling ever. Well, it, anyway. So you, what are you thinking then about this documentary? I'm just... It's oh, this just, idea, this conversation. It's missed It's missed me. You don't think we'll ever get it's to that point by, as humans? It's passed me by, this one. Well, I, yeah, I think it's an interesting idea. And mm. I think, I don't know if, what was what was really depressing is 500 people complained to Ofcom. Mm. So they thought mm. it was real. Mm. Who are these 500 people? If we're doing people? reviews. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Go on. Who are these 500 people who think it's real? These morons? I don't know. What are they watching this program? Greg I Wallace going to a human meat factory. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. He hosts MasterChef, for fuck's Seriously. sake. It's an interesting argument, though, because they do say we might be eating insects. Yeah, but that's fine. It's not a human, is it? Would you eat insects? Yeah. Really? Yeah. If it's ground down and made into a pâté. Pâté? Yeah. What, a locust pâté? Yeah. What? A, I could get down with that if, it's, if it tastes nice. I don't know. I mean, you've eaten snails. I you have? Yeah, I didn't like it. It was in a pâté, though. It wasn't like... Still. You, you weren't having to eat a... It was full of garlic. It was as heavy well. garlic. It was mainly garlic. It was garlic pate. It tasted of garlic, didn't but it? it? People are like it's just like mushroom. People are well, like, have have mushroom then. Yeah, I don't want to eat no snail, no. mate. I don't know. It felt snail, mate. Snail, yeah, mate. It, it felt. It's the mental aspect of it. Mm. Food you eat with your mind as well. You eat with your eyes, don't you? That's what they say. So you know, mm. it didn't look like a snail, though. You know when people are presented with the escargot in a in a bowl, and you've got the. I don't do you remember that on Pretty Woman when she's trying to de, yeah, de snail them. De snail. <laughs> yeah, she get has like that tool that she has. Yeah, house. and you pick it out like, and it flies across the room. I ate anything like that. Slippery. Can I just shoppers? say any of that posh yeah. shit? Like, I love mussels though. No, but no, no, like I think snails and lobster, Mm. anything where you feel like you have to go on a course to eat it first. I don't want to do it. So if someone served me a lobster up at Mm. a posh event, I wouldn't know where to start. Would you have an oyster? No. Swallow it down, chug it down? Oh, no. I don't get that. I might have one in Cornwall. Oh, no, it's horrible. It's it's like... I want it. It's like... I like shit like that. I like shit like that. Office... Nah, you're weird. Oh, n- what drank down? Yeah, what are you it. getting from that? It's the taste of the there's no taste. T- sea water, the just drink seawater. Nah, then. nah, that... <laughs> stop doing the mind. I'm having it off the thing, l- licking yeah. a shell. No, I won't lick the shell, you knob. I'll just go <laughs> down. Muscles is down my limit, and even then, I love Mueller. Even then. I, I am. Oh, you've just made me think. Oh, in Cornwall, I'm gonna have Mule Marinière. With the bread to dip in the sauce and some frites. Can I just challenge you on that? With the glass of the white wine. Can I just say? 
can't Can wait. I just say, Sorry, <laughs> just imagine. You really that. indulge yourself. I love there. that. Can I just say that that I think is the best bit though. That mm. is the bit I think you do it for. I think I start to enjoy mool mm. when they've finished and I've just got the soup, the chips, yeah. the bread, and the white wine. So I don't really want that bit. I have to get through that I bit. The mool, living the mool. So I went to see Barber. Barber, Barber on Saturday. Barber said um, it like you're from Preston. Yeah, and uh, two tickets for Barber, love. We took the kids, uh, ranging from the age of seven up to the age of nine. Um, they were bored. <laughs> they were bored out their heads. Um, it's a weird pitch that film. Well, it, it is a twelve A. Okay, so adult recommendation for the kids. So. But it's based on it's, a toy, for Christ's sake! No, no, no! It's it's that's the vehicle. That is the vehicle for the, the what for, vehicle for, is for, it? For the, the snowmobile the or the metaphor for the metaphor? Oh, it's a metaphor. It's it? a metaphor. Is it an on. allegory or a metaphor? It's um, it's deep. It's um, how can Barbie be deep? It's not it, the right. It move. is funny. It is funny though. It's funny. What I would say is it's worth seeing, right? There's and I want to see it again. I've said to Liz already. I need to see this. Without stressing about kids being bored. Right. Okay. So, um, because they started to get a bit twitchy in the end. They were like getting out of the seats and dancing to the music and stuff. And I was like, no, they're bored. They're missing the overtones about feminism and, and toxic, patriarchy and toxic masculinity. And, matriarchy and yeah, and their place in the world. And But they're not thinking about that. They're thinking Barbie's driving a coupe and this is a good yeah, song. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Why so, are they aiming it? Like that? No, because it's it's a comment. It's a comment on society. But kids don't read that. No, I know. I'm, not, I'm giving you a review of the film. Give me the, the review. I'm not giving you the review of the kids' reaction. I'm just saying it's worth seeing. All right, well, give me the review of the film. I just have. I'm just saying it's definitely worth seeing. That's not a review. And it's I I kind of expected like um, Austin Powers style comedy, but it wasn't. It was more subtle than that. It was. There was the comedy interwoven with the comment on society sort of thing and, and the place of... Oh, do you know who was in it? Um, Rob Brydon, mm. for 10 seconds. Literally cameo, flash up. Um, so just give me, a, give me a little snippet so I can get the flavour of this example of this social commentary via Barbie. Because I don't understand. Well, she starts mentioning at the beginning, she was like... You know, you see the Barbie world. Um, she wakes up every morning. Hi, Barbie. Hey, Barbie. So she's like the perfect world. Yeah, you know, and everything is idyllic. Um, and then... She s- goes back, does heroin. She she mixes between the real world and the Barbie world. So what's the real so world? So that's, that's fantasy, obviously, because you, you can't do that, really. Um, and then somebody- So what's she doing in the real world? So she travels to the real world in her coupe. She can do that. She can go from one existence to the other. And um, the woman who works at Barbie HQ, Mattel. No, is it Mattel? Yes. Yeah. Um, the woman who's the receptionist, she had a Barbie as a kid. And it's almost a bit like a Toy Story moment where her memories of her child playing with Barbie, she's suddenly feeling detached from her daughter because her daughter's growing up and doesn't is cynical about stuff like that now and right and it's sort of a comment on her wanting to let go and then she was like she had all these she's sketching out ideas for barbie depressed barbie and um you know like real barbie sort of like 
Barbie who feels emotions. Meth that, Barbie. Yeah. And all of a sudden <laughs> that starts affecting Barbie in Barbie world. Right. So all of a sudden she gets up and she's like, I'm not thinking about death at all. You know, like. Because that's through the sketches she's designed. Yeah, so the people who are playing with Barbie in the real world or use... Oh, so it's like a voodoo doll. Yeah, it's almost like translating through to how it affects Barbie in Barbie's world. Fucking no wonder and then kids Ken is seven like, struggled. And Ken like has no purpose other than to serve Barbie. He wants to make her happy and for her to notice him. And all of a sudden he's like, hey, where's my place in this? You know, I need to feel valid i need to mm-hmm. you know it's not just about you barbie and so barbie goes away and when she comes back all the dream houses are turned into ken's pad and ken's rule in the world and ken steps forward and but it's almost like it's she, a man's world she reevaluates her yeah it's about feminism and like you can be anything you want to be you don't have to be i'm stereotypical barbie is what she calls herself but you can be anything you can be dr barbie you can be um and um can you just move your feet out of the way please it's an aggressive kick <laughs> and um yeah and then the creator of barbie is in it as well so like not the real creator it's played by um danny devito's wife okay. and she was like you know this is why i feel like i need to see it again because intertwined with all this deep shit i'd got a seven-year-old coming over and saying can i go for a poo and I need to go for a wee. Is it okay if I go to the toilet on my own? And then she came over and she was like, um, can you open my bottle of water? And do you see what I mean? So I need to see this again, I feel. I've got a feeling they've oh. pitched this weirdly. Why? Because it's not really a kid's film, is no, it? No, not at all. But it's a 12A. That re- that's reflective of that. So what? How, age, how old were some of the kids in there? I've just said. Our kids, seven. Mm, too young then. Yeah. Bit too young, bit too young for it. I'm trying to think if there's been an equivalent film that's done that sort of thing. There probably hasn't, has there? No, I don't think so. It's quite unique in its yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember going to see films when I was a kid and not really. Yeah, because it wasn't them, just. It wasn't just. Um, it wasn't just like Toy Story is like. It's to prick your conscience of like. Isn't it? No, not prick your conscience. It's not sending a message, a, a moral message. No, that, that's like. That's like saying, you know, we all acknowledge growing up and we all miss t- our all, children. All Toy Story is is sentimental. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Sentimental. It's sentimental. <laughs> yes. yes. Um, whereas this one was more about social sending a commentary. message. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if Barbie. What annoys me a little bit about that? Mm. Now, let me tell you what annoys me a little bit about this. And I'm going to have to see it. Is the commercialization of it? Well, no. It's just there's no honesty there, is there? Because Barbie made its fortune of saying girls are princesses and they buy stuff it is of materialism and that she just goes and lives this amazing life and she's just a she's just a a model with mates who have an amazing time and then you can't halfway through go oh no we need to apologize for that and acknowledge our you know misplaced role in mm. you know the 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 push in the patriarchy and so now we're going to do a film that unravels all that and i feel like going but it's so cynical isn't it or am i overthinking this i just think that's not their place to tell that story you barbie you pump out plastic shit it's a tricky line to tread, isn't it? <laughs> How does that even give you any credit? It's like McDonald's doing a film about diabetes. 
And then just going, uh, there's a the junk food is terrible, and you think you're McDonald's. I'm not sure. You can't that's what wash they were your hands to say. of it, can mm. you? I don't know. I think you should see it. I'm a bit suspicious. I think you should go and see it. Because now what are they going to do? David Baddiel liked it. Did he? Yeah. Mm. Oh. I must love it then. Yeah. But no, I don't know. It's like, are they going to do a range of Barbies that are like, you know, uh, Highways are... Agency Barbie? Well, they already we do, do like a massive range of different dolls, don't they? Mm. You know. But... They do plus size Barbie. They do disabled yes. Barbie. Yes. They do footballer Barbie. They do. So the, to try um, to be, there's inclusivity in it. Yeah, but there's just, already all of that. I don't think that Mattel and Barbie should be making a film that's trying to make. I don't know. It just feels like the the, the wrong angle. I don't know. It, it it does feel like it's almost like if t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did a film and they went. Uh, we're all living uh, in a sewer and eating pizza. But the bigger message is in many ways where uh, it's an allegory for immigration, which is, you know, we're outsiders, but we're in a city, but we're not part of the city. We're underneath. We're not visible, but we're not included. People only need us. They use us for our skills and then they discard us and we're not fully integrated into society. But I've I'm Donatello. He's Michelangelo. Let's order a pizza and we take orders off a rat. Do you see what I'm saying? I feel mm. like going, no, because it's turtles. Mm. That's the cool thing. You live in a sewer. There's no bigger message. I need to watch it. I think but you do. I'm doing that thing that everyone hates where you try and give a review and you've not seen it. But, yeah. but do you understand my point? Yeah, Is, I do. Can they, it seems very, I'm very suspicious of it because it almost mm. like absolves them mm. of any sort of accusations of sexism and you know, promoting, mm. uh, you know, negative stereotypes because now they go, well, we did that film, remember, guys, where uh, Barbie was having an existential crisis. Do you remember that? And Barbie 2, where she uh, she became... <laughs> Barbie 2, where... Do you remember Barbie 2, where she uh, became a war hero? Do you remember Barbie 2? You know, what are they going to do next? Mm. I don't think they'll do anything next. Maybe Ken will have his own movie, though. I have to say, Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling were very good in it. She's amazing. Mate. Margot Robbie. What She's a brilliant actress. That? Yeah, I think she is. She's brilliant as that ice skater. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. Get See? Get out. That's the sign of a good actress. Yeah, I didn't know. Because you, you were like, oh shit, it, it, was it her? Yes, it was. That's wow. how good she transformed herself. Was she in Wolf of Wall Street as well? In Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Milf Street. Milf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. She was in that, she? was in she? Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, isn't it? She was in there. Yeah. I'm fascinated with please tell i am fascinated with these men from the sort of the sort of in their 60s to 70s and i see them walking around beeston and they're sort of like pigeon bellied have you seen them yeah there's like four or five and i keep seeing the same men and what's this uh, it, it's just this generation of men that i think is the last generation i'm calling them pigeon they're not men. the last generation no, they're the last generation that of will pigeon continue men. happening forever you will not see pigeon men like you that. will right there's one particular guy and i love every time i see him striding through the precinct i feel like going e- it's amazing so he has his he has i like, know which one you mean do you know which one see how identifiable they're, he is but they're the drinkers but they've got he's got his they're paper the drinkers under his they arm. sit drinking in beeston oh don't make it sad well it is sad oh god you 
you've killed that bit off I know. Then. They get together and have a can together, don't they? It looks great. Outside the bell. It looks great. No, they, they go for cafes, sit outside the Greggs and that as well. Do they? Yeah, I think you're thinking of different pigeons. No, then. no, I'm not. You are. No. I'm thinking of a man who looks like a pigeon. No. Silhouette of a pigeon. No. He's got a newspaper under are. his arm. He's got like a fake Fred Perry tucked in. Yeah. And he sort of strides. I know what you mean. They're always got, they've got, they're always fast moving. Yeah. They're not drinkers. Mm. They're just pigeon men. I think they're pigeons because they drink. They're not drinkers. It's just that generation of men. Why is it then? There must be somebody medical out there who knows the reason for this or understands biology that men can be very prone to that kind of... The beer belly. Yeah, why is that? It's the swelling, isn't it? Is it the yeast or something? Because I always... Do you know what? It's interesting you said that. It looks like... It looks so... It's so out of proportion with everything else. From the back, they look slim. Yeah. And then they turn around and you go, what? It's pregnancy. What is that? What is that? It's pregnant. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And it's that proper pigeon, man. Shall I Google it? What? Pigeon, what causes? Yeah. Your phone's so slow. Shall I do it on mine? No, mind? I'll do it. Just be patient. Um, but What it, shall I type in? What causes a beer belly? Right? It's it's that sort But don't you think, though, that generation is dying out? Because I do. I genuinely do. No, they're not. That's a silly thing to say. No, because p- they aren't drinking as much. You can't imagine that, that generation being there. Right. The culprit is calories. If you take in more calories with food and drink than you burn with exercise, you'll store the excess energy in fat cells. And unfortunately for men, their abdominal fat cells seem to enlarge more readily than the abdominal fat cells in women. Mm. That's it. So it's, it is biological in the sense that of where... I wonder why that is then that men have... In terms of evolution, why have you got bigger fat cells in your stomach? Is it for hunting? Is it Do you to think make like you f- went out on a hunt, you might be gone for days? So it makes the calories last longer? No, I don't think it does though. Why? What oh, mean? maybe it does then. It makes you store more right. of the energy okay. because you're going to need more. I don't understand, do you? I don't understand anything. I mate. don't. Um, I don't know why men have more fat cells in the abdomens, but it is. I used to look at that and think, oh, it'd be quite cool to have that because it means that like, you're not putting on weight all over. Yeah. You just... But no, but you don't want to be out of proportion, do you? No, I suppose not. You don't want Always that. got little legs. Because then it's like, I always think for muscle builders, what do you call them? But, Bodybuilders. Bodybuilders. Muscle, muscle build. builders. Bodybuilders. <laughs> Welcome to They the... struggle to get clothes, don't they? Because their arms are massive. It must be, yeah. It their must... torso's smaller. They've got smaller legs. Mm. It's a nightmare. The V-shaped body's an odd body shape, isn't it? When you see yeah. massive men yeah. Yeah. and tiny waists. Tiny. It looks like they've been drawn in a cartoon. Yeah. Like the Incredibles or yeah. something. Yeah. But I always see... You see them going to the gym and I always think they don't do anything on... The, their legs are so... And then all that, if you're that big, what happens What when you stop? It just all... Well, yeah, I mean... You see, just turns you to see, fat. Yeah, I suppose so. I wouldn't want to be that big. What have you got planned this week, Gemma? What are you well, doing? it's already Thursday. So I am... Um, kids are off. Kids are off school. Uh, possibly going to a Pride event on Saturday. Nice. In Nottingham. In Schnottingham. And uh, uh, helping out with some Forever Stars charity stuff. Paul, our good friend, sets off tomorrow to ride from John O'Groats to Land's End. And we are meeting him at the end in Cornwall. So 
good luck to Paul and his mate. That is one hell of a it's bike a, ride. It's 917 miles. It's a long-ass way. Um, long-ass way. Long-ass <laughs> way. If you want to follow him on Instagram, it's Nyla's Joggle, which is J-O-G-L-E. Mm. John O'Groats to Landland. And, um, yeah, so uh, lots happening. So we go... Go to Cornwall next Wednesday. I can't think of my longest ever bike ride. What's your longest? 40 miles. You didn't? Yeah. Oh, my God. With you. That... Yeah. Do you know what? That yeah. was the day you got bad sunburn. I did. Because I did. You... we set and, off. And arse burn. Arse burn? Yeah. My arse was in agony. <laughs> oh, <laughs> saddle sore. Yeah, saddle sore. We really overcooked that. Where Ooh, did we bike? We biked from Swaddling Coat to Beeston. Oh, my God. Were we... Mm. Was it one of the hottest days of the year? It was warm. It, it was, was very warm. warm. And why did we do that? Just for fun. We didn't have kids, didn't we? No. We just no thought, kids. how many miles? It 40 miles. Mm. We didn't bike back. No, my dad put it in the trailer and took us home. <laughs> That's how much we yeah, hated we were it. Knackered. We got to Absolutely. your mum's and we were like, we've overcooked this. Absolutely not. I don't even know how we did that, which direction we went in or how we made it work. Mm. That's... That's we did that long for no reason. Way. Yeah, and I that remember it way. gets to a certain point on your bike, and you think, "I'm never going to walk can't again." We've done this. I can't believe we've done what bloody idiots. Idiots. And no one does that right. I mean, Lands and Sir John O'Groats that Paul's doing is a proper ride. Mm. No one goes swaddling coat to Nottingham. I know. Why would you Stupid. do that? Stupid. Absolutely ridiculous. So there we go. So that, what have you got on? That's going to be great. I have a couple of previews coming up, uh, running out new material, doing them all the time at the moment, Gemma. Going quite well. I think Good. people are enjoying it. I good. think I've still got bits I'm frustrated with. Well done, That though. aren't working, That's though. good. There's nothing worse than having a six out of ten as a comedian. Because you're like, it's nearly there, but it's not quite there, and I can't get it to work, and I'm annoyed about it. Well, well done, though. Thank you for your sarcasm. No, it's good. It's um, good. And then... Uh, uh, yeah, that's I've got that coming on this week. I'm at the Deer Shed Festival, um, and that's about it, really, uh, this weekend. We have sold over 70% of the tickets for the live show. Holy balls! In November. 70% of the tickets have gone for us to do this. Does in- that mean we have to do this now, then? You're doing it anyway. Oh I am not letting God. you out of this. I don't know how you feel about it. I feel very nervous. You do. You've. I've sort of made you do it, haven't I? Yeah, you make me do everything. Well, put that in context because okay. it sounds weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, are you, good. Are you good. supporting me? Yeah, of course I'm supporting you. I'm just nervous. That's all. It'll be fine. Yeah, right. It's just gonna be a uh, hundred people in a room expecting entertainment, and we have to provide it. There's nothing. Can we not to just worry. have a big cup of tea with everyone? A big cup of tea. Yeah, we'll just have a cup of tea, sit, chat, mill around like a wedding. We're just milling and we meeting people, meet and greet, meet and greet, no? and meet and greet. <sighs> It's okay. going to be a nice, informal It'll chat. It'll be fine. But it has to be funny for an hour. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> an informal chat that doesn't feel informal, but you don't realise that it's not. Okay. So the 5th of November at 1pm, 70% of the tickets have gone. So get remember, on them. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. <laughs> yeah. That voice is odd. It's this throat. It's really What's deep. What's going on? I don't know. Anyway. Should we say goodbye in the style of Arnold. Yeah. So it's, imagine if Arnold Thanks is... Thanks for listening, do the socials everybody. As Arnold. If you would like to get in touch with us... I can't do it now. That's really bad. Then contact us on bwtbpod at gmail.com. I can't do it. I would like to say we got the socials at bwtbpod. Get out. 
Yeah, that's it. Uh, do get, follow us. Get in touch. I can't do it's it. It's rubbish. I can't rubbish do it. it. Anyway, so thanks for listening, everyone. Thank Have a you. good week, and we will speak to you soon. See you soon, guys. Thank you for listening. Bye. Tune in, it's Sunday morning